Games of the decade. The decade that was. The 2010 starting in 2010, not 2011. Yep, January 2010 starting. <laughs> a decade when we learned lots of words that we can't say anymore. Yep. <laughs> we are a politically correct group here. Yes. <laughs> That's so accurate. <laughs> uh, we've experienced a lot of personal growth in this decade. Yeah, yeah you can say that. Is one way you're doing it. Yeah. I, Unfortunately, I, a lot of the personal growth is fucking sideways, but. Yeah. yeah. I think I've gone backwards, to be honest. I'm just regressing into like childhood. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. He was wearing diapers in his past, I'm guessing. Long gaming sessions. Yep. Save yourself some time. Save yourself some time. Shit your pants. Yeah. Shit your pants. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, this time next year, talk about shit and won't be. We won't be able to talk about shitting probably anymore. Shit anymore. Yep. No. People, humans probably won't need to shit. Well, we'll just have to ask for. Well, to be honest, it will offend people who have difficulty shitting. So we won't be able to discuss shit. Two weeks. You can't say that. First off, we're going to go through. Each of our personal top 10 of the decade, no specific order. And then we're going to get into a more in-depth discussion about the most influential kind of games of the of the decade. So we want to start with uh, Mr. Tanner here. All right, I'll start. So my top 10 games of the decade are The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Persona 5, Final nice. Fantasy 15, Fire Emblem Awakening, Overwatch, Hearthstone, World of Warcraft, probably specifically Miss Pandaria for me. Um, StarCraft 2, Pokemon Go, and Smash Ultimate. Nice. Good choices. Um, for me, um, my top 10 in no particular order um, Into the Breach, Dragon Quest 11, Persona 5, Uncharted 4, Overcooked, The Witcher 3, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, The Last of Us. Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch, and uh, lastly here I have FIFA. Played a lot of FIFA. <laughs> uh, mine, Witcher Three, Assassin's Creed, primarily Black Flag, but the others were all good too. Um, Star Wars: The Old Republic, Red Dead Redemption One and Two, uh, Breath of the Wild, Guild Wars Two, FIFA as well, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, Overwatch, and Skyrim. Nice. So mine started off with Pokemon, uh, Pokemon X and Y, uh, Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, uh, Skyrim, Breath of the Wild, World of Warcraft Legion, uh, Mario Kart 8, Destiny 1 and 2, Terraria, and Pokemon Go. Cool. cool. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So some overlap. Podcast done. So which one do we want to talk about first? So yeah. I think we're starting with... Um, yeah, I think we're going to start with... Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. fucking Christ. There's a battery. I suppose. We're having an I earthquake here. I told you, Stuart, I, that's the one Alex did. No, Stuart redid it. Oh, Stuart redid it. Where did that battery come from? What happened? She just left it alone, buddy. Broke the fourth like wall. like the angle. Fuck. Um, oh, we can still say the F word, right? Yeah, yeah we still oh, say thank fuck. God. Well, it depends on who, where you, who you want to aim this to now. There's a whole thing about YouTube and ages. So if we want to aim this, we're not aiming this to kids. I don't think we can do a podcast without swearing. I don't think. No, no, fucking stupid. Be a lot of editing. (laughs) Yeah, anyways, wouldn't be very natural. Skyrim. Um, Yeah, so we're starting with 
2011 Skyrim. I'd say pretty pretty influential game, early part of the decade. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the game that's been re-released the most times, I would say. <laughs> they get exists on every platform currently. Yeah. You can probably Even get on it Switch. on your phone. I'm sure you can get it on your phone somehow. I don't know. I don't think you can. You can, I think you can you play can it on a, a Razer, I'm pretty you sure. You can do it on the Google Home. There's like a Skyrim. spoken version. Oh, Jesus Christ. There's literally a spoken version. What? You've never tried it? No, it I haven't tried that. It's and you just say, I want to go here, I want to go there. It's crazy. I don't know if you're lying to me or I'm not lying. I believe Joe. Cool. I've played it before. Um, I'd say you probably played this game the most. Uh, How many hours? I don't know. I've played played it through three times in full. So that's I've played through the DLC once each in full, except for the Dragonborn. I didn't play Dragonborn. Um, Is there two DLCs? Three. One two or three. Hearthholm was one yeah. of them where it was just you could build a house. It was a vampire one, isn't and then it? the va- uh, Dawn Guard was yeah. the vampire one, which I played through. I uh, I think I tried it many times, and I just didn't really like it because of the vision. Like I was for yeah, some reason compared to other games, it was just yeah. like, why can't I not see that? And it just bugged me. I and I didn't like. I originally didn't like the, the ice theme, like the snowy ice theme, I love that. especially after Morrowind. More like yeah, it had just more Morrowind diversity in Morrowind. But yeah, so Joe, you're more like you've played the other Elder Scrolls games. Yeah, you're more I, of a veteran. Whereas for me, like, and for many people, like Skyrim, Skyrim was like the first one. Yeah, um, I put over a thousand hours into Morrowind. Oblivion, I played through, but nowhere near as close to as much. Yeah, um, but I think Skyrim's better than Oblivion. Having played it and give it more chances, and eventually getting into it, eventually beating it. Um, so you you have beaten the game? Yeah, I've beaten the game. Nice. I and then I I don't think I did the the DLC. I started the vampire one. Dawn Guard. Dawn Guard. I started that, and then I built a sick house. Oh was, yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah, yeah <laughs> the host thing. And I played it. I've played it on. I've paid way too much money for Skyrim because I played it on PS3, PC, and PS4, uh, and on PC some of the mods. I bought it a few times. Right. Fantastic. I bought it twice, yeah. I got like the special once, so. edition. There's like special edition with better textures and stuff, right? Yep, that's what the PS4 yeah. one is like, the special yeah. edition. Yeah, but um, I think my thing, like I like Skyrim and it took me time to appreciate it, but the thing that's still to me, um, does, like it's a step down from some of the other games in one way, especially for Morrowind, it's just the faction quests. Like Morrowind, there were so many factions. Each left of left them left. had their like their entire story and everything you could play through. And you had a lot of choice in faction, and I feel like in in Skyrim there's just not as much choice. No, and there's not as many. Some factions. factions will, like the main two factions, depending on how you react to them, will influence how all the other factions are treated, like the uh, the Brotherhood and Thieves Guild and stuff. I I mean I enjoy it. You can you can drop a lot of time. There are like what five or six factions in Skyrim. Three. I think there's three. Well, the Stormcloaks and the Imperials. The, you the can only be in one at a time. Yeah, yeah. You can only be in one at a time. Yeah. One, the Dark Brotherhood, Thieves Guild. Oh, yeah. Thieves Guild. The, Thieves Guild uh, the Sekas. The uh, Companions. One thing I want to say about this game, the glitches on PS3. Horrendous. Holy shit. I played through most of the game not being able to go through any water that was over, over the waste. Because if I did, the game would freeze. And I got through pretty much the whole game this way until I got to the end of, I think it's the Thieves Guild, and you're in like a cave, and at the end it fills up with water, and then you have to swim out of the cave. But fortunately for me, 
<laughs> Once the, the cave fills with water, the game just freezes and yeah. crashes. <laughs> <laughs> infinite. Yeah. So I, at that, that at that point, I actually went in and like looked for ways to fix this bug, and essentially, I just had to fucking reinstall the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember going like there's be these huge bodies of water that normally you could just swim through that I would just have to go around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. But the PS3 version was trash, and I still loved it. I remember trying to introduce Morrowind. Do you? I don't know if you. If it I was remember to you guys. I think Alex. I think you were there at my dad's apartment one time. I remember that. I, I, sh- your dad, I showed. Your dad till showed it, me something. Probably. Well, that's that. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> what did he show you? Show you? Him a couple. <laughs> Renee, I'd like to thank you for those. Very, very knowledgeable. Uh, but uh, yeah, I remember. I think. It, I think it was Nick. He was like, the graphics look like shit. And it just looks garbage. I was like, this is, I've put over a thousand hours in this. It's amazing. I, mean, I do, I do remember you showing us and being so excited and us all being like, yeah. man, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Ahead of your time, you were. I was. Yep. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. Well, a good portion, like a lot of people uh, still believe that Morrowind is like far superior. I mean, there are still mods that are being made yeah. in Skyrim to put the entirety of the Morrowind game into the engine. Well, there's still people modding Morrowind to build yeah. out the entire world. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, crazy. it's probably further along than the Skyrim, but I don't well, know if these we'll are ever like, see it. I don't know if we'll ever see it. It's good. It's good. To, I mean, that's the thing. It's definitely all the games have stood the test of time. Yeah. Skyrim has had an easier go of it because, as I said, it's it was mainstream. Kind of every too. single system. It's the most mainstream. Like that's yeah. like the breakout Elder yeah. Scrolls. Because before yeah. that, it was definitely a big PC game, but like. Yeah. Not consoles. And like, to like everyone, yeah, everyone, but like I remember when Skyrim came out, everyone, people that I was like, oh, I can't believe you were playing a video game, yeah, yeah. let alone Skyrim. And these mm. people are talking about how they built their character or like what they did in this quest or where they did and where they went here and like where they liked their favorite house or blah, blah, blah. I think when like um, Elder Scrolls 8, 6, seven, 8, we fucking skipped a couple there, bud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a new one comes out. I think you'll see it'll be even more, obviously, it'll be more popular than Skyrim, but I think people who would have never gone and played a game like that will be like, well, shit, I really loved mm-hmm. Game of Thrones up until it crashed and burned. Like, I mean, I'm sure. I think we're also a generation that grew up with, like, Harry Potter. Yeah. And then the Lord yeah. of the Rings. Mainstream culture is so more, like, nerd culture and mainstream culture have, like, converged, I would yeah. say, in this decade, too. Yeah. Um, nerds have money. Yeah, nerds, nerds yeah. grew up. Yeah. We don't have money, though. I had the same issue as Joe did originally when I first tried to pick it up. Like, I bought it when it came in on PS3. I tried to play it, but the vision kind of threw me off. Since then, I played more first-person games, like Overwatch. Um, specifically, I've put hundreds of hours into. So I feel like it'd be easier for me to pick it up now. Mm-hmm. So I hope at some point in the future, I'll be able to go back and play it. Because, again, the aesthetic and stuff it is up my alley. I love fantasy. I love, like, the snowy aesthetic dragons dragons yeah so hopefully i'll be able to get into it at some point but yeah it just at the time i couldn't get past the uh the narrow the narrow vision yeah. fov slider rest in peace tv i remember i got skyrim the same day i bought um final fantasy 5 on was it psn it must have been psn and i tried both that day and i was like it's gonna be five <laughs> <laughs> It is the better five to me. It's better than five. No, Final Fantasy five is better than Elder Scrolls five personally for me. Wow, so I made the right call. So the next game is 2014's Hearthstone. Good game. Good money. (laughs) Great game. Let me tell you, you want to spend some money. See, I didn't. I didn't. 
I didn't spend a lot of money on that In game. Vanilla, that was your like whole thing. Beta? Not I spending money. Dollars. Yeah. I didn't spend... I spent... Uh, during beta, I bought one pack so I could get the uh, the promo Mechatork or whatever. Yep. And then after that, I bought those little story expansions they had, like Naxx and stuff, where you got mm. like a set amount of cards for 20 bucks. I bought those, but I didn't buy a pa- like a, any packs until the tournament set. The Argent tournament? Yeah. And then I bought a couple after that, but less than $100 over the course of like three or four years. Probably spent $300, $400. So you didn't participate when we all bought like those $50. I did cards. then at okay. the tournament. The yeah, that was, at your oh, house. Okay. that was at your house. Yes. We opened them. And yeah. I think that was the one of the only times. You guys had a tournament? Money. No, we just all bought packs and opened them together. Yeah. Digital like, packs? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, um, oh, it was when it launched, you could get a pre-order bonus you get like 80 packs or 60 packs for 50 bucks or something along that yeah i did that and then never played oh joe i did that and played but then i think soon after the urgent tournament was when i sort of like stopped playing for a long long time i played every day for close to three years like i played a lot you didn't hit legends um i never played legend boys you didn't play ranked i played a lot of arena Mm, oh arena's fair fair um, the I did play ranked every now and then, but the lowest I got was like, I don't know, between nine and seven. Yeah, somewhere I only ever got to nine, never lower than nine. Yeah, it's just a grind, right? And you oh, crazy put a lot of time into it. I remember when, getting down to single digits, but I yeah. don't remember exactly where. Well, the thing is, if you go into an expansion and you're really aware of the meta, and you can pick up a really <clears> cheap, <throat> like a, a broken deck, like not like cheap dust wise, but cheap as in like it's currently broken and just yeah. destroys everything you can get down so fast before people realize yeah but if you if you don't do that and you just play fairly it takes long it's a grind well i only played like the end of the beta and the very initial couple sets your big old yeah. bulky warrior deck no no i i played druid i was you always did. control druid you, you did have a, a good control warrior deck you did i, I did. remember because you just had warrior deck with every legendary i think deck. i think the problem was every time that like i i started off playing control decks and then every yeah. time i try to go back to the game control decks were just like garbage yeah, yeah. i feel like they, they get nerfed the good control cards get nerfed i think the well, problem was it's so hard by the Edgar. games lasted so long so probably they probably made the conscious decision to try to keep games shorter to keep people interested because control decks, when they're king, the games last way longer, right? Yeah, I they mean, high progressive decks are definitely more enjoyable, I find, to play with. Yeah. And I'd rather crush three games in the time that it would take one. So, see, I liked the strategic aspect of control decks. Like, it was a slower thinking game. I like control decks. I liked. I've only played Hearthstone literally one time. He's Didn't the you win? <laughs> yeah. You guys all know. You won the tournament. <laughs> you had Sad. help. I'm a you savant. Had no, you had no. a lot of help. I'm a savant. <laughs> what is it about Hearthstone that, like, sets it apart? Probably Good the connection design. to WoW. Well, yeah, I mean, existing lore. They also had a wide um, platform to launch on, right? Like, <laughs> what about the actual like gameplay mechanics, though? Like, what? It's a good game. It's, like, it's well it's designed. It's a very satisfying interface, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would say the aesthetic of WoW lends to it a lot because yeah. it's very bright, colorful. Cartoony. Yeah, cartoony. So it allows for very fun designs. Yeah. Kind of And I mean, the whole way. board is like meant to like. Literally to keep your attention. Like yeah. You click on stuff and it happens while the... So you're not you're never really waiting, doing nothing. And Blizzard did a lot of like cross-promotional stuff with their other games to try and get people to play, jump into yeah. to different things to get them to try it. So... Yeah. And it was... It, it balanced. Like, it was not too complex. No. But it wasn't too simple either. Like, 
you could there's room for strategy but there's still a lot of rng and you can build a pretty basic as long as you have access to the internet to like look something up you can build a very easy to use basic deck that you can go up the ladder with and I, legend, but. I don't know if this is one way or the other but like the esports scene in Hearthstone also helped. And I don't know if that's because Hearthstone was initially super popular to begin with, that that obviously would have naturally developed. But it also felt like maybe Blizzard pushing it and funding that well, scene Blizzard was helped like, develop that scene faster, yeah. which led to more streamer streaming. Like Tempo Storm, that whole esports organization, pretty sure that was created by Raynad, who is completely based on Hearthstone. And, like, yeah, that's and where streamers that and YouTube also from. helped. I remember um, my Raynad. Uh, what, control warrior. What is this? Yeah. What is Ray? What is it? Ray? He's a person. He's a, he's a streamer. Okay. He's a Hearthstone player, and yeah. he. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he like either created or helped to create Tempo Storm, which is like a major esports um, organization. They okay. like sponsor players and okay. whole tournaments and stuff like that. Cool. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it benefited from like uh, online creators as well. Like it created popularity because of that. Just in the way that like Fortnite became a big thing because people streamed it, and it was. A free-to-play game, I guess, but... Uh, well, it kind of came in at a time when a lot of the other Blizzard streamers probably were running, like, they're getting a little bit stale with some of their yeah. content. And it, it came out when Twitch was just yeah. kind of starting to yeah, get like when, shit together. Like, I remember right? watching like Kriparian and, like... He jumped all in on that. And Crip just came from... Like, yeah. he went from winning the Iron Man or whatever and WoW to yep. beating the only person who beat pre-nerf Diablo in D3... Right into Hearthstone, so he yeah. kind of had like this cross pressure thing with all, all the Blizzard games. I think. I mean, it was a perfect storm, sort of. I feel yeah. like, I think sure. being able to like also like this decade too, like the prominence of like smartphones and stuff, like being able to play it on your phone. Oh yeah, on, sure. break, on your break like at work and Huge. stuff, and then also being able to play it like on your desktop or whatever, and. Mm -hmm. It being available on all these different platforms totally helps. And it plus, it's, it's really watchable, too. Like, not yeah. everything's super oh, totally. watchable, but you can watch it. And, I mean, YouTubers can download it right analyze now, things endlessly for that game. Yeah. Which makes it good for content. And just recently, they, as I mentioned, they added... They've been doing a lot of different stuff with it, too. Like, that's, that's the thing about Hearthstone. It's not just new cards and mechanics, but they've been adding, like, a lot of new modes and stuff. So they added, like... The tavern brawls where they had like weird quirky little mechanics that were on for a week and they recently added a new mode called battlegrounds which is a, their version of auto chess essentially so they're they've done a good job of continuing to develop it and, and adapt to the, the environment to, to include what they can mm -hmm. so do you think you think Hearthstone's in a good place right now no it's falling off a lot oh yeah but i mean but you can't, you can't expect the game to last forever no and i'm sure they have made some fucking money off the guy. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Yeah. For sure. Good game. Next. I see. 2015's The Witcher Wild Hunt. Let me tell you. Just just a wonderful game. Wonderful world. Wonderful characters. It seems like it, it'd be pretty shitty to actually live It'd be live shitty to actually world. live there. <laughs> it'd only be fun if you were a sorceress or a witcher. Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe royalty. Um, but uh, even, even then, it seems pretty stressful. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. I don't think royalty has a good time in there. I'm not even... But it's, it's the gameplay. Like I love the gameplay. It gets a lot of hate, but honestly, when you boil it down, it, it really is the world and the characters and just the gameplay gets hate. A lot of people really don't like the the battle. Yeah, the battle mechanics are amazing. I think they're great. I was gonna say they're great too. As someone who I am just in my first playthrough, getting past the uh, basically the uh, tutorial area. 
White Orchard. White Orchard. Yeah. Um, but <coughs> as someone who struggled to play it the first two times because of lore and mechanics and stuff, uh, it does take some getting used to. You need to play it with the tutorial uh, when you're when you're learning how to fight. The, the first, I couldn't figure out how to get my, my sword out. Draw my silver <laughs> sword. Couldn't figure it out. And there's no. It's it just up on the D pad. It's side on the D pad. Oh, side. But yeah. it doesn't. It, it's nowhere in the control scheme. And I was pressing all these buttons, but I didn't realize I was drawing. You should have seen the controls when it launched, man. It was way I'm worse. Sure, they'd be fucked. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah I yeah. hated hated the battle system. They actually, from, they actually did oh. some pretty major patches too. Okay. A lot of the UI and stuff, and like it's, the it, menus and stuff. It, it are makes a lot sense because it, it's much. Playing it through this time, it's it's very good, and I feel like the battle system is great. Oils and potions and stuff. I really like that. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, the crafting is not too crazy, and it's as streamlined as it can be. You can buy things as you need them, with, depending on who you're buying from. Um, yeah, I totally get why people didn't like the battle system and found it difficult to adapt to, but they're probably the same people like me. That were like, I don't need the fucking tutorial. Let's just go, and then couldn't beat the goddamn well. Yeah, or whatever. it's a lot to dig into, and I think that's. I think like all three of us. I mean, Stuart's just getting back into it now, but I think you're going to be successful I'm this very time. Excited. Very excited. Um, but like, even me, like I've I've beat the game twice, but the first time I kind of just played it. I played it for a bit, and I got kind of like sidetracked by everything because there's so many things to do, and then I kind of just like crit pathed it to the finish, and then. I got to the end of the game. I was like, "Man, no, there's there's so much more here here to see," and it wasn't until my second playthrough that I truly appreciated the game for what it was. Can you go back and complete a lot of the side quests after you've beaten the game, or some of them? Are a lot of them you can, but there's a lot that you can't. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that's time sensitive and stuff. Like there's some quests that if you if you you, you get it and you don't far. and you don't do it within certain like in game time, like it'll just be failed forever. Um, but so there's a lot to get into, but and so you really got to take your time with it and like let it get its it's hooks into you but yeah. uh, so so rewarding and just like not to mention cd project red just so generous with this game with dlc content both uh free and paid like just there's so much yeah. it's also there's just crafted with such like care and love like i don't know it's just it's just a like enchanting game to me like just watching the 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 netflix series over the past few weeks like i'm like I want to go. I want to get back into Wild Hunt, man. Yeah, I, the world just feels so alive. Like yeah. even when you're in one area, you're just always in your mind. There's like, it almost like stays in your mind that there's other parts of the world and stuffs going on. So you always know you could just like leave and go and do something else if you want to. Yeah. Um, and you especially can like, with the DLC because yeah. you've got like two songs sitting there ready to explore too. Well, just think of like certain characters. Like I think of like Kira Metz or whatever. Like, she's just living in her hut or whatever. You can go visit her anytime. But then there's also parts in the game where, like, she's super story-focused and stuff. And it's like, they f- it feels like these characters are alive in this world. And the quests are, like, pretty varied. Mm-hmm. Even in tone. Like, some of them are just really lighthearted. Some of them are pretty dark. Uh, I think my favorite quests are, like, the Lady of the, Ladies of the Woods. Do you yeah. remember that one? Um To make oh, them useful. Oh, the, 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 the bog. The, the, yeah, the yeah. Crones the crook, 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 crook that's that's a that's a memorable and obviously the red cool. baron yeah or the, the bloody baron, baron sorry red baron's so that's christmas that song don't, 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 that one that one have i was gonna say i'm literally right there right now so don't, don't spoil it it was not called a see Straight i was confused it was a botchling right the botchling, botchling. Okay. um and like a lot of the smaller quests are even super memorable like i think there's one there's one where like there's a dude who's like turning into a werewolf and he like chains himself up in the basement every night oh yeah like that's crazy and like the monsters are so sick. That's the coolest thing. The monsters are amazing. Yeah. 
and each one has its own weaknesses and like background lore that you can yeah. read up about and like yeah, you know, finding a way to defeat oh, the monsters. I'm fighting a vampire. This shit's super scary. Like, I better put some vampire oil on my blade so it's yeah. like easier. Like, I love that stuff. Yeah, and I like how it's varied in terms of there's a lot of stuff that you can do kind of out in the wild. Mm-hmm. But then if you just want to hang out in a city, there's tons to do in in a city, especially yeah. not Novigrad, right? Yeah, and you can also yeah. just pick flowers and spend. Shout out to Novigrad. Like I was yeah. talking to Joe earlier before the podcast, like. That city is so memorable to me. Probably like my favorite city in any video game because it feels feels like a feels feels like a living medieval city, man. Yeah, and so cool. Um, yeah, so I think it, I think that game gets like the perfect balance of like dark tone with like high fantasy. True, because I feel like I'm I mean, not I've really. This. It seems like yeah. there's some like very sort of. There's a lot of like joking. comedic relief. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, like. There's there's comedy. There's tragedy. There's you know, there's light and darkness. There's romance. Yeah. There's just stuff that's completely goofy and silly. Um, and the whole game. There's really awkward, favorite. really awkward sex scenes. It's probably the only thing I don't <laughs> like about the game. <laughs> yeah, but they're also memorable, like the unicorn one. But uh, <laughs> we'll get to that, I guess. Point. Oh, Blood and wine. Also, like Blood and wine could be its own. Is basically its own game. It's essentially just a sequel to The Witcher 3, but it's an expansion. Yeah. Because it's another, like, 40-hour game. Really? That's Tucson, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. it's just in its own region. Tucson is the coolest. That's out of beautiful. All. It's, it's beautiful. Very vibrant, it's basically right? southern France. Yeah. It's so great, man. With, like, and the full chivalry and everything. Yeah. It, that's so And you get your own winery. You get your own, you get your own vineyard and winery. That's and so cool. there's just vampires everywhere killing people. I'm excited Sweet. because I started Blood and Wine, and then I was like, "No, I'm gonna save this. I don't want to like. Worth saving, I don't want to play all the entire game right now and just yeah. be done with it. I want to save it. You got to do Blood and Wine. It's so you can start it. Blood and Wine right from the beginning. Like yeah. you don't need to play yeah. through the actual main story. Like DLC of the decade, definitely Blood and Wine. <laughs> Blood and Wine, <laughs> good. Yeah, and good. Witcher Three has like lots of different endings, right? Yeah. Oh, there's there's two main endings for sure. Yes, yeah. with Siri. And then there's different endings for the different characters. Well, you get different people join you in the yeah. end. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Great. That's amazing. Like they have. Yeah. Joe's just like, I need to go, guys. I'm, Man, I'm getting hyped again. Like, I can't really think about The Witcher without getting super excited. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't know. I'm glad. I'm super excited. I mean, I'm. I'm I basically want to quit the podcast while we're ahead. Yeah, let's uh, just play Witcher. Let's yeah, just play just Witcher. <laughs> well, like, and I, I'm a convert because I first played it. I literally hated the game. I thought, like, why does anyone like this game? Yeah. I needed to go back and play it, and it completely won me over. Yeah. Biggest 180 I've ever had on probably anything. Yeah. Thank God for Henry Cavill. Thank God yeah. for Henry, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill did it for Stuart. Yep. <laughs> they took a hunky man and a, a really sort of attractive crippled woman. So I bought it <clears throat> shortly after it came out. I haven't had the opportunity to uh, get into it, but I'm really thinking I may just kind of add this into my rotation, just start it, mm. and just start going through it. What do you mean rotation? Um, what's the next game? Yeah. Breath of the Wild. No. Breath of the Wild. A+. plus. Yeah. Um, I typically, historically, don't really like open world games, but I love Breath of the Wild. Because why? Because I play MMOs, and it, it just serves the same purpose, where you're just out exploring, doing quests, and if you're doing in MMOs where you're getting progression, I don't know. There, there's a competitive element to that that adds to the end game. Whereas with open world single player games, it's just kind of one and done. 
So I, I've always the tipped, end game is you just being sick as fuck and killing everything. Yeah, and, and then you are done and you put it down. Yeah, where with MMOs that continues on, you can do other element like PvP and stuff. It tra- it translates. It, it just goes longer, I guess. There's more yeah. content to do with your investment. But since I'm, you know, getting older and don't have as much time, MMOs don't really make sense now. And I feel like that, along with just the nature of Breath of the Wild, helped me. It just, I don't know, won me over. And it, it really opened my mind to other open world games. Um, but Zelda in particular, I guess, obviously is very different than the older Zelda, Zelda games. It's not as puzzle-oriented. There's less dungeons. Nothing departure. Yeah, there's less less static dungeons, equipment, more dungeons. It's a strange yeah. flip because technically <sighs> there are more dungeons. several times more puzzles. Like there are, but there's not that many unique shrines. Mm. I mean, you're doing, you know, you're lifting a ball or moving electricity or yeah. blah, 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 in a different order. But there is, they set it to accomplish something different, and they definitely did for sure. I don't have any. I don't have qualms with how they did it. I will say Breath of the Wild, huge, huge game. Beautiful. Lots of variety in the monsters, variety in the terrain. It is, and I understand why it's empty. It's a hit by a calamity. Humanity's on its like tippy toes hanging around little spots. Yep. It could use some more people. Because yeah. I think, and, it, and it, it aligns itself with the other Zeldas. Like all of the Zeldas historically aren't just like chock towns. full of towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think in a game like that, and you can find little NPCs and stuff hovering around, and yep. the, the banana boys in the red, they're everywhere. Um, <laughs> but you got to play the game to another banana boys. Um, but yeah, I think it could it could use, and hopefully in Breath of the Wild too, we'll see which would make sense a little more, a little more, a couple more people because now maybe they can travel around a little more With easier. The calamity the gone, the people would expand, try and rebuild Hyrule. It would make sense. Yes. Yeah, so that was that was really my only. My my two biggest issues are there aren't enough NPCs, mm-hmm. there aren't enough quests for the size of it, um, but it, that's not it doesn't take anything away from the game. I find like you can play the game and that's not like a negative. It's just something I'd like to see so more of. One thing I really like just the couple hours I've spent with it is like I like the climbing a lot. Oh, it's great. that seems like something that's the definitely exploring is super yeah, satisfying. Yeah. Just exploring, being able to go in any direction really. I think that something. was that was like the the kind of showpiece for that game was just the way you traverse the world yeah like even just gliding off shit is really oh fun. Yeah. yeah um but yeah so actually i was thinking about that's literally i think the only nintendo game for a nintendo system i've ever bought with my own money <laughs> wow ever he usually steals people's money and then buys <laughs> the game and then it's well like, no <laughs> like my i think i back when i had like n64 but i don't really own nintendo systems i was given a wii u and then i bought that game yeah but I also, I d- didn't beat the game. I probably put like 60, 70 hours into yeah, it. Yeah, like you can sink a lot of time but and not I intentionally didn't want to beat the game because I'm like, I don't didn't want it to end. end. Yep. It's fun. I think the last thing I remember where I kind of stopped playing, I was just trying to like perfect reflecting those laser beams back oh, yeah. at things. Yep. I was just like, I got to get this timing down. Then I'll be invincible. and I can go anywhere I want. That's where I stopped playing when I when I first encountered those things and yeah like, was it like, like did you go to like, like the middle of the map or something I don't remember oh like no you because he probably found the ones that are like in the like they can't move mm, so they yeah. can grow they have legs and they can fucking chase you and, yeah the, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah I played it different than you guys Sorry, I think I uh, like I went to Kakariko Village or whatever did everything with the uh, what are they called the Shika 
And then I actually just focus on hitting all the towers across the world. So I kind of. Well, I also I also did that at one right point. Right well. away, I just mm. started traveling I across the, the world, hitting the towers to open everything up, and on the way, try and find any shrines nearby. Yeah. At that point, I ventured to Zora, and then Goron, and then Rido, and then Giridu. But I just kind of just oh, you did wandered. I did. Yeah. And I just kind of wandered through trying to hit. And before I begin, I went through, actually, I probably begin first, but eventually I just started wandering around the map. And I think the thing about that game and why it sets apart from open world games in general is that open world typically follows in MMOs, follow a pattern of going to new area, hub, 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 quests surrounding the hub. And like you mm. do it, you come back. So you explore yep. all those areas through the quests. Where Breath of the Wild didn't really take a traditional. You could miss some of the it. best quests in the game by not going to two parts. <laughs> do they have like actual quests in that game? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you don't have to do them really. No, like, no. They just and sometimes they give you like sometimes it'll be a piece of. So I haven't been to a town or anything, so I don't know. If so there's there's, there's if only there's quest two or in three the towns, but there's a uh, the little horse stables. Yeah, okay. is they're basically the quest hub. But for each other layer, yeah. it okay. feels like, you know, you hear interviews with Miyamoto and how he, he came up with the idea for Zelda from like exploring in the woods near his home in Kyoto. And that's what it felt this kind of revisited where it was, it wasn't about this big overarching storyline. It wasn't about these towns and cultures. It was about going out into nature, into this world and just exploring. Yeah. It wasn't about like... It wasn't I mean, about it wasn't safety. about that for Link. For all the people who wanted to not die from the second calamity, <laughs> they were like, why the fuck is he collecting flowers? Like, he's just been cooking <laughs> for six hours by that fire. What the fuck is going on? But like, that, I that, mean, Link's going to be reborn no matter what. Like, why yeah. does he care? Yeah, he's just like, see you in a generation, boys. But yeah. it's that element of adventuring and picking random things at the ground that we all did as kids. No, totally. I think and, in the woods and, and it, stuff. It finds that perfectly. It, exactly. That's what they're trying to hit. It wasn't your normal open world grand RPG. It was just that very primal feeling of being out in the unknown and exploring. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I cool. think it did it really, really well. And the cooking is amazing. It is. It's, it's just a little it's a music that plays when you cook. Love and again, it, it, and again, it searches for that, that feeling of almost desperation at times. That was the whole weapon durability mechanic right where yeah. they don't want you to feel comfortable in that game they don't want you to feel safe yeah, they want to, they want you to keep adventuring keep they going. want you to keep going keep exploring keep picking things up so yeah it's i i love it i think yeah, it's an it's amazing great. game oh it's it's i like it from what i played like i need to play more of steward mm-hmm. whatever you have any back my copy yeah but you're never gonna beat can <laughs> that all said i do want breath of the wild 2 to have bigger more puzzly dungeons Keep the little shrines. Yeah. Keep the little shrines. Keep the exploration. But give me, if you're going to have those beasts type things, like the big dungeons, make them big, cool dungeons. Like, yeah, you got to have, have these puzzles. Four, like, four to give eight me, eight give me a dark one. Yes. The forest temple. <laughs> yes. I want, that's the only thing I did. The, the sense of, like, like the theme of the, the temples was, Different, varying in Ocarina. Var- no, no, in in Breath but of the Wild, it was very much the same. It so was you got a little very dark in the, the beginning, same. but then everything yeah. was light again. And then, but in Ocarina of Time, <coughs> so different. They were just so wildly different. And yeah, so thematic. Yeah, um, I want like that specifically too. Specifically, the Forest Temple was like spooky as fucking goddamn shit. But all five I mean, of those temples, the 
forest, the fire, the water, the spirit, yeah, each of them the had shadow. Their own. Exactly. So, so different. So fucking good. Like you would not see, there are barely any shared assets. Maybe like the blocks that you move around or yeah. something. But like that's it. Yeah, like different. everything was And different. the tone, the color, the lighting. Oh my God. Everything. Okay. The so music. The breath is so wild. good. We're, on, we're just like. We love it though. Ocarina of Time is a really good game too. They could just. They, There's the, a lot of good Zelda games. Yeah. <laughs> so they, for it to come out and be one of the probably top two or three Zelda games has yeah. been pretty huge. What's next on here? Pokemon Go. Jamie Pokemon Go. On that. Why me? You're still <laughs> okay. playing. You're still playing. Um, You're the last to start playing. You yeah. you swore you'd never play Pokemon Go. I swear a lot of things <laughs> yeah. that I'm never gonna do. Then I do it right like immediately afterwards, <laughs> um, all the time. But to me, just like that first summer was amazing. Magic. Yeah, it, it was, was literal. It was. The closest it's thing really to magic cool. I've experienced in a long time. It was, it was, it was as an adult, it yeah. was an experience yeah. we'll yeah. never. It was like it reminded me. It was made me nostalgic for like that time when I was a ten-year-old Pokemon yeah. trainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. it was probably unlike any other game that's ever was True. ever released. Yeah. Yeah. Walking in uh, around like our the harbor and seeing just people who have never played Pokemon talking about like I got this one. It's like this, and it does this, and it looks like this. And just discovering things that I've loved for like decade or over a decade, um, fantastic, great feeling. That, that was that was part of why I didn't like it at the Yeah, <laughs> I was like, these people don't know anything about Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Like this is, no. this is bullshit. I think, I think but if, now I'm glad that everyone it brought enjoy it. it brought people in, and I'm sure. Well, clearly Pokemon's done well through it. They're now the yeah the biggest media franchise on the planet. Uh, definitely in all of history. Well, I mean, yeah, probably modern um, history. But yeah, Pokemon Go was awesome. Uh, it's not. It's not a main franchise game. It's not what people wanted it to be a lot of the time. But I think the battling is in it. In it's a, a lot better now. There's there's so much content now. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, with all it's, now, it's, all the it's pretty are, good. It's actually fulfilled the promise of what it was supposed to be because yeah. it was pretty bare bones when it came out. It was pretty laggy. Yeah, crashed a lot. It was no actually pretty frustrating. They were, they were trying to release it in one country, and the entire planet hacked their phone and started playing it as well. No wonder it was laggy. These poor bastards yeah. were like, uh, we'll give it to Estonia. I think Estonia can handle it right now. <laughs> and then everybody, North America, yeah. South America, Australia, everyone played it. Well, Australia had it early. I think Australia and had then, it early. Like, we, I downloaded the APK yeah, a couple same. days before it yeah. released here. But. Yeah. but like now it's like, what, three, four years later and... Uh, I'm surprised it's still going. We're into honest. we're into Gen Five Pokemon. Yeah, um, there's raids. Uh, you can battle uh, trainers. There's Team Rocket partners out in the world that you can battle. See, there's a lot uh, of there's a lot stuff. of there's a lot of good stuff to it. Um, but I think you have to know what you're getting into. I think it's the not, battle system will always be lacking. It's, yeah, they they've done some things by like enabling connectivity with like uh like health apps and stuff so you can hatch eggs when you're actually just like living yeah. so you can continue to play which is like that's like the poke what was it from heart gold soul silver yeah poke walker, poke, poke yeah. walker. Yeah. which i i love that like you can connect it to just like a regular health app you download your phone and yeah. you get Palkia is still trapped on there but yeah. the problem with it is similar to any mmo is that it just becomes a time sink right where if you actually want to make no, progress totally you have to be at like the community days. You unless have to you, be like, unless you live in an like unless you live yes, on top of a Pokestop downtown in like, a, big like city. a super metropolitan area. Yeah, 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 you're you're not gonna have a good time. Like for me, walking well, I now it's actually not too bad. I passed quite a few on my way to work, but but winter we live in a northern country too, where it 
snows for like half Same. the year. Yeah, but man, it's Montreal was the best city for that because you just hop on a downtown bus yeah, and you yeah. just stay on that back and forth the sure. downtown. You just hit, and and really that's like the, that's like the one faster than you can yeah. can go through. Sure. Yeah, the one you can. Well, yeah, the one once it hits, uh, just get past Cottage in in the morning in the uh, like five o'clock commute. It's slow enough that you can actually spend stops and everything. Yeah. I remember the good days where like you could be on the highway driving middle of nowhere, Nova Scotia, and like get that stop that you'd never uh, seen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a solid game. It, it deserves to be on any list because it changed the way people view Pokemon, changed the way people yes. play mobile games. I just remember, I remember being in Montreal in a park and there was like 300 people all trying to squeeze onto one spot because it was the spot where you could hit five different. <laughs> at the same time yeah. but it was literally like a mosh pit if you were in the middle of that like good luck getting out and then i remember someone on the other side of the park yelling squirtle and everybody just fucking runs <laughs> and like this is main streets and it just stops traffic as 300 people run from one space to the other space That's That's a virtual so and then yep. and then like you see people start getting there and everyone's like no it's gone and then you just see people trying to like some people still running because yep. they don't know squirtle's gone they haven't gotten the message some people trying to make their way back because oh, yeah. they know well the same thing i remember People being like, you know, squirrels are diamond dozen now. Yeah, exactly. People <laughs> had like a scyther, like, oh, there's a scyther over there. Yeah. And we'd like oh, yeah. walk to the other side of the park. And I remember Raichu spawned and it was like the most hype thing ever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Even Pikachu back in the day was rare to find. Yeah. But there, it was, it was a magic. phenomenon. Magic. It yes. was, it was a thing that summer. Yeah. It was like the second coming of Pokemon. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah. It was a great experience. Is it, is it the best Pokemon spinoff? Fuck no. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Spinoff? No. Yeah. In terms I, of game sure. quality, for me, you're saying that's better than Pokemon Snap. That's better than Pokemon Snap. Yes, it's way better Pokemon than Snap. Snap. Pokemon Snap is a nostalgia thing for us, Alex. Yeah. That's an awful It's game. an on rails. Pokemon game Conquest where you just take pictures. is better than Pokemon Complex. You can take pictures Conquest. of Pokemon Go, Alex. It's a tactics game with yeah, Pokemon. Pokemon Snap basically is the fucking. Yeah, I guess. The prequel. Pokemon to Conquest is yeah. better than Pokemon Go. No, that's I think Pokemon Go, I, I mean, you're Pokemon Nub- Nobunaga's Conquest. Alex, you're yeah. forgetting. The you seriously need to start The only one that will compete for me. You're right. Yeah. That is that is the Puzzle League might be the best one. Stadium is good for too. Me, well, for right. me, I it's it's Go. Secondary game. Go would be probably for me. Go and Puzzle League, Puzzle Challenge. See, I don't think as a game it's that extraordinary. I don't like a lot of the elements of the game, it's I think the experience. progress, but yeah. the social experience is unmatched. I don't think we probably won't experience something like that again in our lives. So that that well, tr- it truly was magical. Hard to say. There's no other IP. There's no other IP that yes. fits that fits as well. Unless Pokemon become real, that'll be a thing. <laughs> I would, but uh, it's possible. It's Alex possible. still has like there's a little bit of hope left in him. like. <laughs> It could still happen, guys. <laughs> it's it's that spot, like installing actual hologram where they can just pop yeah. a holographic. That'd be Pokemon so cool. And you can throw your friggin' yeah. in our life on it. That, I, that would be that again. That would be insane. But you know what I don't like about Pokemon? All the goddamn pop ups that happen as soon as you fucking turn the goddamn game on. Um, You're in a ghost town. Here, so. Yeah. I do like as well the fact that you can just like, even though, you know, it's nothing special, but you can just open up your phone and see. See your boys. You just see your boys. See what's going on. Oh my god, it's my guys. Hey, but oh you got. I got seven fucking metagross. That's the problem. <laughs> why do you have seven metagross? Or, or I even more, that. why do you have seven Lugia? Seven I hate Ho-Ho. it. It's so stupid. I don't know if yeah. I. It would have been cool if the legendaries were like literally Legendary. there was only one. Yeah, there's only one person who could maybe get it. one a year or something yeah. like that. Where yeah, like super rare. I uh, know. I agree. There, it's not a perfect game by any means. What's yeah. the what's the next? What out? Out? Ooh, Red Dead Redemption Red Dead? one and two. 
John Myerston, one of the probably one of the best video game characters on the planet. Love him. Love my boy. Love my boy. He's a good boy. He's pretty cool. Uh, great games. And Arthur Morgan is also amazing. And Arthur, I feel like it's a more updated video game, more modern. Um, his decision-making and how it affects the game is a lot more complex than John's. Um, so that's something to be aware of. But I just like how gruff Arthur is. Yep. I really sort of the, His voice, I only played probably the first, like, yeah. Like under ten hours of Red Dead, and his voice still sticks in my head. And like, yeah. you never went back and played it. So good. Played it at a rough time in my yeah. life, and that <laughs> I've I've ruined I, it. I've there's a lot of things that I've viewed during similar times that have just been ruined for me. Like, really, it, when I'm going through difficult times emotionally, I don't think I should play anything for like a, a month. I should just sit. Yeah. You were excited plays. for that game. Do I, I was, played yeah. anything all 2019. <laughs> Actually, I, I played Red Dead. <laughs> I played Red Dead Two within like the last month. I went back because I'm in. I'm still in like the. I guess the prologue, right? Yeah, the same here. I, I still haven't beaten the uh, prologue. Yeah. My, my main um, complaint was always the controls. I I do not like the controls. Yeah, they're weird. At all. I feel like I'm playing like a PS2 game control wise. Yeah, that's my. That's, I I mean I, I have no issue with something it. I, I find the over. the dead eye and like the the yeah. aiming aim assist. It's all pretty. You get used to pretty it. natural because you you stopped playing it too, right? I did. I got out of the tutorial zone, like yeah. out of the. Um, Essentially, once your whole group travels to that new place outside that town, yep. that's when I... Valentine? I think I was in chapter... Yeah. That's chapter Fuck three. Valentine. And, uh, yeah, but I got to like, Red Dead 1, a great two. game. The DLC, okay. is it Undead Nightmare or... Yeah, um, Undead Nightmare. That is, that's my favorite DLC so far. Um, that always seemed so, cool. I, that always so seemed like ca- I would fucking like that. zombie cowboys. Fucking Christ, it's good. Um, but Red Dead 2... Like coming up to Valentine and like seeing the cowboy town, big fucking mountains on one side, sort of desert on the other. Mm. So picturesque. And like the beginning of Red Dead when you're in the mountain, like the snowy area, and like just looking behind really yourself cool. and yeah. seeing your footsteps the entire way, the other people's footsteps you can see, you know. The lighting in that game is insane. Oh, the entire, mm-hmm. yeah. the, the the design of it is, the team is amazing. They've they outdid themselves. I think for me, like the, the most memorable time playing that was. I was just, I didn't want to do any quests. Like the story gets dark at a certain point. I was like, you know what? I need a break. So I decided I was going to sit down, play all day, close my curtains, had my 115 screen. And I was just like, I'm going into the mountains. I'm back in a week. <laughs> and I felt like I was actually going to go on this big old journey. And it feels like that. I feel like when you go into the mountains in the game, you literally feel like you're so far from anything. Because you like are. It, it feels like a survival thing. And is, is, Am I correct? Is there no fast travel in that game? Or do you get that at some point? You get fast travel. Yeah. You can from the camp. camp. You got to. You can't really okay. do it anywhere else. So if yeah. you like, so I've gotten into a situation where I'm like super far north, and my horse dies. Uh, from what? Gotta, from either hitting a tree. Do you have to feed it? Kill, uh, no, but if you hit a tree pretty high, you'll kill your horse. You go <laughs> off a cliff, you kill your horse. Um, you shoot your horse, you kill your horse. Um, so if you're trying to like shoot stuff. You can actually shoot your horse if it's like around you. It's really sad when it happens. Every time I try to shoot anyone, I would shoot the thing I didn't want to. Yeah. Oh, I've uh, I've, I've shot all my You get used to it. I have to say, like, I found the combat weird too, but then I probably stopped playing it for a year, went back in the epilogue, and you pick it up and it felt natural. So it's just, I think, that. It's like everyone. And when you don't have full control of your dead eye, before, like, you get that final little upgrade um, when you, like, you level it up. It does feel weird. But Dead once you have like, 
full dead eye easy peasy dead eye's nice yeah yeah dead eye's a lot more refined in this game um it's not you don't have as much of it i find mm-hmm. and i feel like in red dead one like snake oil was so easy to come by that you could just yeah just fucking mow down entire towns one go so red dead one or two which one do you like i more? said before we started this i said one I think it is too, because I you also get to play as John, and you get um, Arthur, and it, it's way prettier. Oh, it the story! So that I really game like is probably the, the best looking game that's been made. I'd say. Like, yeah. there's definitely they both play towards like they hold true to the name. Like, redemption is very prevalent in both stories, but yeah, definitely. I like the finality of uh, of Red Dead One, but Arthur, Arthur's a he's a good guy. I think it's tough because to me they're completely different experiences. Oh, for sure. Uh, one, I have to say, I think I enjoyed playing one more at the time. But two is a game I think I would enjoy for a lot longer. Like, I, I don't think I could just turn it on any time and just go into the mountains. But I think it's a lot easier to... than trying to travel to the real mountains in real life. You missed your yeah. calling as a mountaineer. <laughs> I seriously, I so. That's, I, when I was playing Death Stranding, I was like, I know Joe would love these mountains. Yeah. I thought that <laughs> I love times. it. Well, here's the thing. That when, when Red Dead 2 came out and I was in the mountains, I decided to grow my beard out. <laughs> Here, here's the other nerd bomber. Well, I, was so ex- I was so excited for Red Dead 2 that I went out and I bought a fucking hat and I you bought a bandana. Buy a Opening day, sat down with the game with my hat. And it didn't disappoint. Stacy thought I was the biggest nerd ever. I love it. She still married you though. Yeah, that's so fun. Yeah, so that's um, that's the list. That's 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 like our most like those are the ones that are relevant culturally, I would say, and also like ones that we've played. I think we got a couple shoutouts though. The Last of Us, Jeremy. If you want to make any comments on Last of Us, Last of Us, uh, amazing game, and like just for what it does for gaming storytelling, like the first the first scene where um. Where it's Joel and his daughter, I believe her name's Sarah, before everything goes to shit. When, spoilers, but it's like early game. Um, when she, when Sarah dies and like Joel is like holding her as she's dying. That's the most emotional moment in any video game I've ever witnessed. Like, because you're starting the game like 20 minutes in, you're already feeling emotionally invested in Joel. Yeah. And so just the way it tells the story is just like, I don't really think anyone can do that quite as well as Naughty Dog does. And I play it. it's it's just a great game. Last of Us 2 is going to be fucking brutal. Last of Us 2 is going to be brutal. Is Last of Us like zombie apocalypse type Yeah, like, uh, so it's yeah, like a sort of spore zombies. Yeah. Okay. They're like infected with... Uh, nice. Yeah. So what's next on? Grand Theft Auto 5. Solid game. Solid game. Yeah, I played it. It was a lot of fun. The, uh, I think the online is not for me, but no. it was a good game. Funny story. Really like a good action with a lot of humor. Yeah. Um, didn't take itself too seriously as Grand Theft Auto never seemingly does. Yeah. Um, also a fucking cash cow. Well, the yeah, online, for Rockstar, the oh. online, <laughs> the online, the online is literally like. I'm pretty sure it sold more bank. games on PS4, and it was originally a PS3 launch title, or not a launch title, a PS3 game. Yeah, but even yeah. without yeah. the online component, wasn't it like the highest grossing game ever? Yeah, I mean, it was, it's, but that's what so I'm it saying. Was like, like it was a last gen game. It's basically, it yeah. feels like a game from the current generation, yeah. you know? And it still holds up. It's one of those games that, like, you you could start playing it now and still enjoy it. 
It's just fun to just pick up and play around with. Yeah, I should. Killing prostitutes. Who'd have thunk? What's the uh, Overwatch? Overwatch. So I guess I probably played the most Overwatch here by a large margin, I'm guessing. Um, Never played it. It's a great shooter. I played it quite a bit, but I might early on. McCree's my boy. McCree's my boy. I've been playing it pretty regularly since launch. Um, I love it. It's just a great game to jump in and play a couple rounds. Um, A lot of cool heroes. A lot of cool abilities. A lot of different play styles. Um, It's just a great game. It's just really fun. They have a lot of fun modes. I would recommend it to anybody who just wants a fun shooter. I think it's different. The nice thing was like at least early on the matchmaking was pretty good because yeah. I I'm never great at first person shooters, but I could jump in and have fun. Like I might not be a rock star at it, but I didn't feel like I was just getting rolled over. I feel like that's a huge appeal to the game. Yeah. Well, with the different roles, you could play fully yeah. support. You could play super defensive. Beat. Do they still have a sort of like a switches up like every time like an mystery automatic. hero? That's yeah, yeah. what I play. Yeah, because you just get good with everybody if you, yeah. if you play. Well, it's you really killed. Uh, was it Reinhardt? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were unstoppable with him. Yeah, that one video I sent you guys where I like wiped out their entire team with him. Was that with his charge? Well, I like alted, then charged and killed somebody, <laughs> then did the fire blast and killed two more people, and just swung and like killed their ass. Yeah, honestly, the way I like, I don't think I ever got many kills, but I would always play Farah and I would just jump up in the sky and just drop those bombs. And even when you weren't killing people, it seemed like you were doing damage. Oh, you were. There's a lot of splash damage earlier yeah. with her too. But yeah. the funnest thing was just. I think the only thing I cared about was if you get a game where you can knock someone into a hole or off the map. Yeah. Fire out, I don't care. I could die 20 times and I could get no kills. And to, as long as I get one person off the edge, I'd feel happy. Her and Lucio. Yeah, both of them, those bounces. Lucio yeah. was a lot of fun too, actually. Yeah. I played him a lot. Him and Farah, I think, were my two main ones. Widow becomes really fun once you get good at sniping. Just having sniping battles. And when you snipe somebody in the head, mm-hmm. it feels so good. So you know, good. I was gonna go for a sniper. I'd still go for Hanzo, but he got he got buffed a lot too. He's actually really good too. He was difficult though. He was early on. He's a lot better now. Yeah, he's easier to use. His ultimate was just so good. So the good. dragons, yeah, great game though. Really, really fun. I would recommend it to to anybody. Yeah. Um, Last night game is something we don't have anybody here to actually comment on. I think I mean, Fortnite. we all played it. Played I haven't it, played. It. I've downloaded it, and I want to start. Like, I would like to try it this week. I want to yeah. jump in. Joe, yeah. did you play it? I played it at night. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Did but you again, download it? N- playing no. it with playing with other people in the room is a very different experience than playing it alone. Yeah. I don't mind playing it at a party when like we're just like tossing the controller around. Playing it, it's not something that I would like no, go out of my way. And it's play. fun. To you watch. boys should download it and party up with Nick, and we'll have some fun. I'm playing The Witcher. You I'm not going to play anything else. You can get like this is right don't now. be distracted. Yeah. No. I uh, as I said before, <laughs> I think we we. We all need to f- learn how to focus on one game. Oh, Are you guys telling me you fun. can't play a game with one hand? You can't like multitask <laughs> yeah. in that way? Yeah. But yeah. Well, that was the decade that was. The decade roundup. Yeah. 2010s. Yeah, define yeah, I mean, games. I think it'll be looked back fondly for gaming. Two daughters. That's Two daughters. pretty exciting. Yeah. Joe and I got married. Yeah. No accomplishments for me. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy's still alive. Still that's alive. that's that's good enough. Yep, we're that's glad to have enough. him with us. He's got three cats right now. I got three, three cats. cats. Yep, and I'm keeping them all. <laughs> <laughs> that's only one more than you had probably to start the decade. You probably started with Indian tuna. No, I ha- no, no, I only have ever had one. No, I had Indian. Indian I've only tuna. had one that's my own. Okay. Indian tuna never lived together. What? Oh, okay. Except for like 
They didn't originally live together. Yeah, yeah, but they did. Anyway. Anyways, we're getting into cat lore. This is a so, whole different so podcast. Cat lore. What, 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 podcast. What, looking forward, is there games next year that we think would Final be on the game Fantasy of the... 2020. Yeah, oh Final my Fantasy God. 2020 is packed. But like, do you think how many of them do you think would have a shot like Game of the Decade? Final oh, Fantasy VII Remake. I would say there's a 50% <laughs> chance that Final Fantasy VII Remake will not be complete by the end of the next decade. Yeah, I'd say true. that's a fucking yeah. definite, 2021 definite or possibility. 2031, uh, we'll be seeing part nine of the Final yeah. Fantasy remake. Regards, Max, or you're going to play it. No, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. No, it looks, the, the remake looks amazing. But anyways, that's uh, that was our decade. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Comment down below on what your favorite games of the decade were. Yeah. And then go fuck yourself. That's right. See ya. Bye.